0: Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spend Life Well Show. Uh, We are excited to talk to you about uh, today financial planning and things that millennials need to do. Jesse, I'm thinking in the verse in in Proverbs, Proverbs 3, 6. Mm -hmm. I think I may have used it on the previous episode, (laughs) but that's okay. It's a good one. It's a good verse. Yeah. Let me look it up here. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Trice. And my co-host here, Jesse Hamilton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spend Life Well Show. And forgive me while I pull up that particular verse. See, I'm so (laughs) unprepared as the host, and I really need to, you know... Y'all probably need to get a a different host. And, of course, my Bible app is not You spend all your time
1: doing financial plans, right? I do.
0: I I do financial planning all the time, and I just sometimes don't have time to look up the verse that I was thinking about for our show today. Yeah. So uh, today, Jesse, we're going to be talking about financial planning, and specifically... For our millennial listeners.
1: Yes, and it seems like generally they could use some help, um, and they they need some guidance on, why do you even need financial planning?
0: That's right, that's right. So Proverbs 3, 6 is, <laughs> trust okay. in what the Lord, trust, 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, right? Uh-huh. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. So... I think we may have used this on the previous week, but I, that's one of my favorite verses. that's on the wall, yeah. And it's okay if we use it again. So, uh, I, I, refer, I recommend everybody read Proverbs um, every month. You know, there's 31 chapters, so you can read a chapter a day, and there's all sorts of good wisdom and a lot of actually a fair amount of financial planning yeah, it,
1: wisdom in Proverbs. It's surprising how much Proverbs talks about um, finances for your personal life and wisdom around it. So, Jesse, why is financial planning important for the millennial generation? Because um, you just need to start. Um, that's actually the first thing we're going to talk about is just get started. Um, it's important because over time, um, it takes time for money to grow. It takes, you know, many decades for money to really multiply and start building wealth. So if you need to start now.
0: But, Jesse, when I, w- when I was 1 in 20... Um, I thought I was invincible. Right. right? Most, and, most do. And retirement was like, okay, not a big deal. It's way, way far away. And now just a few short years later, I'm really thinking about retirement. I <laughs> wish I had started thinking about retirement a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. And what's one of the biggest things about starting early with preparing for your future financial goals is you have time right. on your side?
1: And time is your friend when it comes to preparing and investing and setting aside money.
0: Well, you know, so starting somewhere is so important. And we talked about interest, compound interest. Was it, was it Albert Einstein, or at least it's accredited to him on Facebook? Yeah. You know, the, the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. So compounding interest compounds more with time. So all it's important to start somewhere. And, you know, we always recommend people when you're starting out, you're thinking about getting your finances in order, uh, is to track your spending for a month.
1: Right. Yeah. Pull up your card, whatever you use to spend money and print it out and highlight it or even build a spreadsheet. Or the best way to do it is to use one of those apps um, if you think that that would be useful to you.
0: We, we, uh, we'll we look at FaithFi, or you can look at uh, Mint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faith Eye is the uh, MoneyWise organization's uh, financial app, and we think it's a pretty good one. Um, that's one you can consider there with that. So starting soon, tracking your spending is probably the best way to, you to figure out what you're truly spending, and knowing that
1: will tell you
0: how much you may have to set aside and save. Right.
1: And if you work for a company that's offering you some sort of retirement plan, Knowing how much you spend can help you make an even better decision about how much to participate in that.
0: Absolutely. So um, you know, knowing what you spend, get started with saving. How do we manage our money, Jesse? I mean, because it's because this is kind of a complex lot. Some people really don't understand where to put their funds right. and how much they should save.
1: And lots of different people have several different amounts for different buckets. You should spend this much on your Living expenses, your house and your rent. Um, one that I've heard of before is the 50-30-20, which is, um, what, 50% goes to your your current expenditures on living, like rent and your commute, right?
0: That's right. And and let's not forget, though, what we think as an important part of anyone's spending plan is giving. Correct. And giving up front. So maybe it should be 50-20-20-10. You know,
1: right. That's a lot of numbers. That is a lot of numbers. <laughs> but the idea here is that you are thinking about giving at the top of your budget. The very first
0: off the top, because generosity is very important for anyone, regardless of their life stage. Right. But 20% going into
1: savings. Right. So that would be the 50% on your current expenses and everything, and then 30 on doing fun things, personal expenditures. Right. This is just one guideline. Yeah. And there's plenty and of There's out there tons of that. them. And then, you know, if you can... Put 20% of your income into savings every month. That's great. So one of the things that I, you know, when I was starting
0: out uh, as a young adult and, um, you know, working through my first jobs and things like that, I was just trying to make ends meet, right? Right. There doesn't seem to be... A lot of people are. A lot left over at the end of the month. And it all had to do with my attitude towards the the wealth that I was receiving through my job in different places. Mm Mm-hmm. And once I made the decision to, um, you know, give first, seemed like I always had mon- plenty of money to pay the bills.
1: Right, totally changes your perspective Absolutely. on the money, where it comes from, and what it's used for.
0: So you want to make sure that that you are, are our third point for the day is taking care of the basics, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you are doing the right things, and one of the things a lot of people overlook because. When you're young and the millennial, I know the millennials are turning into their 30s and yep. and so forth now, but still, when you're young, you think that you don't need those types of things. So you want to make sure that you've got the right uh, amount of insurance for different scenarios. Let's just talk about the, one of the most basic ones. It's life insurance. Right. Now, if you're single, you may decide that you don't need that, but we encourage you to go ahead and do that because what happens if you become ill later on? If you can get a long-term uh, term life policy when you're young, the rates will be much cheaper than when you're older, or if something, God forbid, happens that you become ill right. or can't qualify.
1: Right, and you're still going to have many people in your family that care about you, and there's going to be expenses that come up if you get sick, you get in an accident, or you suddenly pass away. There's going to be expenses, right? and, and having that that term type, simple coverage, is a great way to cover those things.
0: And the second aspect of the insurance side of things is simply health insurance.
1: Right. And that can get complicated and expensive.
0: It can. Hopefully your employer is providing that, but if they're not, you need to look at different options that are out there for you. You can purchase health health insurance through the government exchanges, or Mm -hmm. you could consider something like Samaritan Ministries or um, something like MetaShare, Yeah, those are
1: kind of like insurance. They're not quite insurance, but right. there's there's several options, um, and we encourage you to ask a professional about it. That will cover you in some type of catastrophic event, right. which yeah. is a
0: big thing that can cause financial havoc
1: right. in uh, a millennial's life. Those things do exist for yes. a reasonable cost, yep. and so seek it out if you need that.
0: What about now I know in the state of Texas everyone has to have liability auto insurance, right? Right. Right. But you can also get other types of insurance on top of that that you should consider. Talk with a licensed auto insurer to make sure that you have sufficient coverage. For example, what if you get an accident and your car's total? Well, now you can't get to work if you can't don't have coverage for a rental car or something right. like that. So so make sure you're considering those things. And then also too, um, you know, you need to make sure you have adequate coverage for homeowners insurance or
1: if you're renting, mm-hmm. you need renter's insurance. Right. You need to keep paying it every month if you're a renter because that could really hurt you in the long run. Yeah.
0: And, and and so one of the other things that we recommend for a lot of our clients. Is an umbrella policy that goes over your o- home and auto insurance. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. That's to cover you if you have um, some type of accident. Let's say there's kids playing over at your house in the playground and the playground equipment that you put together collapses and it hurts somebody. Mm. Um, your homeowner's insurance will cover you to an, a, a certain point. Right. But the umbrella insurance, in most cases, it's a million dollars, sometimes up to three million dollars that will go above and beyond what your homeowner's policy doesn't cover. Okay. So, so, so an umbrella type policy is something that we think is, is very important. What's point number four we want to look at today, Jesse?
1: So we're going to talk about investing according to your goals. Um, this has a lot to do with your age and um, some other factors, but you, you need to have goals and then align your investing with it.
0: So how in the world do I determine what my goals are if I'm just getting started? Well, a lot of times, I you know, when I was starting out saving and stuff, it's like, well, wh- what do you want to what do you want to save every month? Like, I don't know, right? And and so I was talking to an advisor at the time, and so we that that advisor helped me, like we do our folks as well, help me determine, you know, what my goals were. Hey, when do you want to retire? You know, when you're 25 or 30, you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> next week, but, 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 you know, realistically, I, I said, told my advisor at the time, 60, 60 years old, okay? Because okay? mm-hmm. I figured, you know, I was going to be old then, but not that old. Right. And and now I'm like, that's pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so you want to invest according to your goals, and that can be determined by the time frame. Right. You know, is this, am I 30 years from retirement, or I'm looking to save for a down payment for a house in the next two years? It depends. The time frame is very important on the type of tools
1: that you use for saving and investing. Right. And and you do these things both personally and you find a professional to work with. Then you can explain yes. these short-term and long-term goals. They can help you plan for them.
0: A good financial advisor, a financial planner really, can help walk you through these situations. Mm-hmm. But you need to, talk to have a guide or to guide you on the journey. We talk right. about a roadmap with with some of the folks that we work with and that's real important when you're talking about a goal for any specific reason like retirement, like a new home, like mm-hmm. a new car, maybe it's a vacation and and you may will use different things like maybe mutual funds or just a high yield savings account. Right. Bonds, mm-hmm. types of equity if you want to buy in a company stock or something like that. Real estate are, are examples of those things to reach your goals. Right. So you want to make sure that you're talking with a competent professional. And we always recommend using a certified kingdom advisor, which you can find at kingdomadvisors.com in your yeah. area. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're talking with a, a knowledgeable professional that shares your values and understands where you want to go. And mm-hmm. they can help you develop that roadmap for moving ahead.
1: I think, uh, Saving for a home is a huge topic for millennials, and I'm sure we'll cover that on an entire show later.
0: Absolutely. That's a great idea. We should do that. So so now that I've started saving and investing, what do I do with it? And I think one of the things, the fifth thing we're talking about is really diversifying your investments, making yeah. sure you're not the old proverbial, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Right. And And so you want to make sure that you're working with a qualified professional, uh, advisor, financial advisor, certified kingdom advisor is what we, we recommend, you want to have different uh, types of investments in there. And even in when those t- different types of investments, so let's just say mutual funds. Yeah. Well, you've got to determine what your risk appetite is. You know, this last year, the stock market was down almost 20%, the S&P 500, NASDAQ mm-hmm. was down 30 Right. And so And if
1: you have a thirty year window for that investment, you're like, okay, we can take that.
0: Right. We can it may not be that scary. But if you're if you're sixty five and you're gonna retire in two years, right, that's a scary ride to be on. Or
1: or you you had that down payment ready for the house and suddenly it's worth twenty percent less.
0: Yeah. And and we also, you know, just for folks for listeners out there, we really don't encourage you if you are planning for a near term purchase like a car or a down payment on a house. Don't go invest that in the stock market thinking that you can, you know, get a quick return and right. double your money. That's that's foolish. And you really shouldn't do that. For some for purchases or goals that you have within the next two years, we recommend that you just put that into a high yield savings account. Right. So it's safe. It's not gonna be volatile. You're not gonna make a ton of money right now. But you're not going to lose it. There are per, have your there are some pretty dash. good
1: ones out there right now. And um, give us a call if you are interested in figuring out what those yeah, are. Yes, so
0: we have some tools available that can help you determine those things. Right. Okay. So the the last thing, and I know I mentioned this up front. You know, a lot of millennials are like retirements. That's a nebulous thing out there. We don't need to worry about it. Right. But as I said, Albert Einstein warned us or gave us wisdom. <laughs> Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Yep.
1: That's what he said. What do we need to do? We need to start now. Start now. If you haven't started already, start now. Right. And I've said this on a, on a previous show, but um, if you're, let's just say you're, you have a good job, you have strong income, you're already participating in that workplace retirement plan, you have a little bit more cash, and you just want to get that little bit ahead. Start with the Roth IRA, Right.
0: Yeah, if you've got got to have earned income, but, right? You know, millennials can contribute up to was it six thousand five hundred dollars this S- the year. The new one
1: is six thousand five hundred. Yeah. yeah, so that's a great option for people that just want to get started. And that doesn't mean that you need to put six thousand five hundred. You can start it with five hundred bucks if you want. Yeah, even less sometimes. Yeah. So you know, we can help
0: advise you on that if you want to c- give us a call. And for folks, as always, with with every show, we encourage you to to reach out to us. You can go to our website spinlifewell.com Well we're already probably near that because you come to our YouTube page yep but spinlifewell.com and and uh, fill out a contact form we'll be glad to give you a call and visit about some of your goals and needs. Yes we'd love to talk to you. All right thanks folks we've been listening to Spin Lifewell show. We'll be back next week.